So five tips on leading women. So the first one I've learned from leading women is owning my own destiny. And I judge myself by my own yardsticks. So I don't look at anybody else. I don't care what other people are doing. I own it. I own my business. I own the team in terms of we decide together on what to do um, in the business. We make changes. We decide what changes we want. And we implement those changes without thinking about what other people are doing. Naturally, when you're running a business, you're looking at the fact that what is your unique selling point? So we're not talking about business right now, but one of the things you look at is your unique selling point. So we're sitting down and thinking, what do does our stakeholders want? As a team, we decide together. Who are our stakeholders? What do they want? What are our values? What is it we're good at? You know, yes, um, the whole point about leading women is the fact that, yes, you have um, people think about, um, they, they give you their own opinion. That's the whole point about a whole team anyway. They give you their own opinion, but you need to understand that to own it, you make the final decision. And you should not be afraid of the fact that your decision might not be as good as your staff's decision. You go with the best decision because the whole point is about the company. It's not about you as a person. It's about the business. It's about the brand. And you recognize and give credit where that's due, you know? So if a team gave you a better idea and you guys run with it, you recognize it and give them the credit. It doesn't reduce you as a person. It definitely doesn't reduce me as a person and I'm not being too proud or anything or big headed, but that's just it. I own it. I judge myself by my own yardstick. I don't look at anybody else to run my race. So the second part is I, it's important to ensure that the staff, uh, they, they understand or team members, are they, they're safe. They understand that the loyalty of the business and they understand that you're trustworthy and you're honest, really. So I feel as leading women, um, that's what women would like to see. The fact that you're trustworthy, you, they feel safe with you. They feel they can talk to you. They feel they can rely on you. They, they feel they can raise their family with you. Because when, when, even though obviously in the good books, I say the man is the head of the house, I also add the fact that the woman is the neck. So we twist the men, whichever way we want to go, which is great. So hooray all women out there. But anyway, for the team, they, because women, we, we've got that nurturing side of us. It's really important that, um, as a leader, I empathize, I understand where the women are coming from and I can relate to that and they need to feel safe being with me and working with me. And as I've previously said, I have staff that have been working with me for over 14 and a half years, 10 years, nine years and so on. And these are grown, we've all grown together, you know, we've all grown together in all the years, you know, so and it's brilliant to see, it's lovely to see, it's a credit to the company and um, very, very proud about it. And you can imagine if I wasn't trustworthy, they would not even be, they would not be there. You know, most of them are older, they're older than I am, but it's just the fact that they can trust you enough. They know you're loyal. They know your word is your bond. And that's why I feel women feel safe when they're, when they're with you. So that's one of the other things I find having to lead women. Um, I also said the fact that I'm actually a servant to my team. And I'm thinking, I'm sure everyone will be thinking, I beg your pardon. Yes, you heard me right. Servant. You know, it's the fact that you're there to serve. 
you know you do that periodically you could do you could do that in a sense that they know no one's indispensable so for example whilst yes i don't change nappies now you know but when we first started if i have to do that i do it if i have to clean the floor i do it i think 2 days ago i actually went into the baby's toilet and noticed that the bin smelled really badly and i had a big client coming in i took the bin out myself my steam my one of my staff members going oh caroline i do it. i said no 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 don't worry i've got the gloves on now i do it so i had to do that it's no big deal it's only when you, your staff can see that you can get your hands dirty and you're not afraid of hard work they give you that respect they think oh if i don't do it trust me caroline will do it get someone to do it so i have to love my job enough to actually want to come in or want to do it because I, I, and that's it so it's really important i call i call it being having a servant's heart you know having a servant's heart and you serving and they know that with or without them you still would move on things will still happen and that's really important um number 4 i said having the guts to evolve it's really important change we said we talked about change in one of our previous podcasts you need to evolve you can't just remain the same you need to evolve in everything you do in the stakeholders even in the team members themselves i have to be i i have to reinvent uh we have to reinvent ourselves i have to reinvent them a new thing uh, i i said i'm doing uh, and i announced to one of my business coach today was the fact that um whilst i haven't remained the same in the 15 years we've opened so many settings we've got 12 in total and with the 75 staff and in particular the ones have been with me from practically almost the beginning and i've got a few of them be about 2 3 of them that are sort of like nearing that retirement age so they're sort of like moving into the late 50s and sort of like nearly 60 or 60 year old and stuff okay what what more can i do for them because they get into that retirement age and you know um unfortunately the way the world is at the moment the pension scheme is really not a pension scheme so obviously by the time they turn 65 or 68 and they retire there's nothing there for them to fall back on how could someone it doesn't make me a better person if someone's been with me for 12 years 15 years and at 60 or 65 they have nothing to leave on that's so sad So I've decided um I have announced it this week um to my business coach that I intend to mentor 10 of them and spend time with them once a month to bring out the skills they have in them extra skills they have in them something they can rely on or something we call a side hustle where they can do so you have some of them thinking they want to make jewelry some of them thinking they want to be hairdressers and so on or they like um hairdressing so we can talk about more about hairdressing the weekends and we can talk about cooking and inventing some sort of recipe or food or whatever you know those are all the things i can coach them on and i feel i need to give back to them not just financially but in terms of advising them as well because some of them are good as children safeguarding so they can talk about that they can decide they want to open us um a, a social media page and talk about things that relates to children talk about their life as um looking after children for over 20 30 years with the experiences and so on and those are all the things i want to encourage them to do you know because i've had people encourage me to do this uh, someone's encouraged me to do this you know 
So they've got so many skills. And again, that's me giving back. That is not financially, but also bringing out the best in them. You know, so, and I'm sure, I hope they're going to be very excited when they, they hear that. So it's the whole thing about being, it's the whole thing about evolving and changing. You know, it's really, really important. What skills have they got that I can highlight, that I can bring out, that I can encourage them to, 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 to manifest, really? You know, so that's another thing. And I know women are so, so open to all of those things if they have someone to guide them and lead them to it. So that's the fun part, again, of leading women. Um, and finally, um, don't let critics stop you. Don't let them derail you. You might not be somebody else's cup of tea, but big deal. I'm not your cup of tea, but I'm somebody else's bread and butter. You know, and that's the whole point. I, I might not... Fit, I might not work for you. My style might not fit you, but it'll fit somebody else. So don't let critics derail you. And I love my women's debates. I love my team. They're brilliant. We've worked together for so long. But you do have in the past, at the beginning, um, it's like, oh, is it just you? Why do you have to do another setting? You mean you're doing another business again? You, and you're thinking, yes, I'm doing something else. And if you listen to all of that, they will stop you. They would not, you would not see the good in yourself. You would not want to um, get better, you know, but obviously it's not, I wouldn't say it's out of um, not wanting, out of being jealous or whatever. It's nothing, it's, it's not that, but I think maybe they just thought they want to add their, theirs to your life and they want to say stuff about it to you. And maybe you might just stop because they could see the challenges when that we face with parents and children and the government and so on. And, when you talk about the challenges, they think, oh, yeah. Oh, so why are you doing something new then if we're facing this? And you're thinking, why not? You know, I can't be stopped. These challenges will come whether you open a new setting or not, whether we turn into a franchise or not. So we can as well turn into a franchise and we face the challenges head on, which is what we've done for 15 years. So that's the whole thing. You have critics, you have people that will talk about you, that would want to derail you, that would want you to lose focus, and you're just thinking, no, I'm not listening to that. I remember when I first started, oh my God, I would normally cry when when um, they talk about me behind my back, and I obviously they talk about you behind your back, and they come and tell you to your face. Somebody in the midst come and tell you, you think, oh my God, why are they talking about me? I am so nice. I was nice to her. And you're thinking, no. So it's the whole thing about having to develop a very tough skin, thinking, no, you can't derail me. You can't stop me. I am going to stay focused. So you don't get derailed. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. My name is Caroline Papula again. And you know what? Let me round that up. So I'm going to so this one comes before because I didn't summarize, did I? No. <laughs> Do, you, do people find that it just feels like no, you're no. talking to yourself isn't it? I haven't finished we're going to record we're going to the last, the last bit yeah we're going to conclude mm. I feel like I'm talking to myself that's you just are. ridiculous isn't you it are. you are oh my I'm god listening. that was better than the first one by the way oh she said <laughs> do, you, do you guys agree in terms of the content yeah oh whatever anyway he doesn't yeah Eugene doesn't so yes anyway um, yes, yeah, so in summary, leading um, five tips on leading women, I've mentioned that. 
So you just have to play your own, play it for yourself. You have to stay focused. You have to do you. I call it do you. You've got to do you. You can't be everybody's puppet because then you listen to this, you listen to that. That's just not going to work. And we women, we've just, we've so much respect. We are brilliant. And yes, we do talk a lot and sometimes could be positive, sometimes could be negative. So you can imagine if you're not a strong woman on your own and you're leading a team, it's just going to be impossible if you listen to every single thing that's been said about you or about the business or people's opinion. So you've got to stay focused, be strong, be determined, know where you're going and do your own, your own yardstick. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I'm Caroline Papula. You can find me on Instagram, Caroline Papula. Twitter, Caroline Papula. Facebook, Caroline Papula. Even if you Google, it's Caroline Papula. Thank you.